0: episode number one um, for Double Down with Dad. I am your host, Zach Watzel, and today my goal is to get into some NBA free agency. We are a bit behind, um, so I want to dive in really quick here. So if you missed my first episode, Double Down with Dad, I go over some topics and today we will get our first Double Down where I will give you something that um, my take or my opinion on something, and we will, um, you'll be able to take that piece of advice, you'll be able to take what I say and and take it to the bank. I feel very strongly about my first double down with dad, um, as I should, um, but I feel very, very, very strongly that I'm going to be right on this one, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So, I need to first correct myself um, and give proper credit because I misquoted Draymond Green, um, in our last episode where I said real media versus fake media. And that is not what he called it in his podcast. He said new media. So what he meant in the new media was for people to be accountable. Um, and I was dead on when I was talking about, you know, if I'm wrong with my double down, keep me accountable for it. And so what he means is, you know, th- these, these, professional media analyst will will say something, and they'll they'll give their take, or they'll give their personal opinion on it, but if that team loses, or if somebody challenges them on what they said, then they backtrack, and they say, well, you know, I, I didn't really mean to say that, or, or I, I shouldn't have said that. No, what Draymond is saying in the new media is you need to stand by what you say. You know, everybody's entitled to have their opinion, and you're going to hear that especially for me I have my own opinion on things you all have your own opinions on things just because somebody says something just because the opinion isn't yours doesn't mean that the opinion is wrong but you need to stand on what you say so I wanted to first get that out there uh make sure that I quoted Draymond correctly um you'll hear throughout this podcast that Draymond and and I'm a uh, I'm a big Golden State fan so you'll hear a lot about me talking about Golden State and, and the Draymond Green podcast show. Um, I do realize that they are not always the best, and I'm not saying that the Warriors are going to go 82-0 and, and Draymond Green is the, the best player on the Warriors because that's not the case. Um, but let's dive into free agency. With uh, the episode about free agency, what we're going to cover Um, First, I'm going to go over the big splashes, like who who are the big fish that signed their contracts. Um, Then we're going to go over who I think are the big letdowns so far. This episode is being recorded um, on Friday, July the 8th. So this is just currently as of right now. So if somebody comes out and they sign another player, that could take them from one of my big disappointments or one of my big letdowns to a big splash. Right, I can't I can't predict the future. I can only go off of what happened so far. Once we do our big splashes, our big letdowns, uh, I want to discuss what in the world is going on um, with Philadelphia. Um, There was some information about about James Harden, and we'll get into it here in a little bit about him taking less money. Let Let's get there Let's get there in a minute. So once we cover Philly. Uh, I want to cover KD, and that that's probably where we're going to spend a lot of our time with Kevin Durant today, because once the news broke out about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, free agency pretty much has come to a halt. Um, so we need to discuss Kevin Durant, give you my personal opinion, as you've probably heard 750 Kevin Durant opinions so far, um, but I'll give you my take. And then I want to discuss, we'll, we'll close up with one of my favorite players to watch, one of what I believe is one of the most shocking things about the free agency um, is a player that has yet to be signed, and I'm not exactly sure why. So we'll wrap it up there. But first, let's jump into the big splashes of free agency. Of course, you're going to have your your big players making their max contracts, right? Zion Williamson signing his max contract going back to the Pels. You have John Morant signing his max deal going back to the Grizzlies. You have Zach Levine signing his max deal, going back to the Bulls. So, I, yes, those are big splashes. Yes, those are big contracts, and, and good for them for getting their money, but that's not, to me, that's not where I want to spend my time, right? Nobody ever thought Zion was going to leave. Nobody thought John Morant was going to leave. Zach Levine was a, eh, maybe, possibly, could go somewhere if somebody like LeBron were to recruit him, but Chicago gave him way too much money. Um, I don't think he's worth that much, but could prove me wrong. Um, So let's go with my first big splash. Um, And it's a player that's leaving my second favorite NBA team, which is Dallas. And that's Jalen Brunson. So Jalen Brunson is getting his contract. And it was for around $104 million, um, which is insane to me, right? So last year, Dallas goes to Jalen Brunson. And he said, Dallas says, hey, um, let's sign an extension. So at that point, I believe they could have got Jalen for like $44 million, if my memory serves me right. I think it was around $40 million. So they could have got Jalen Brunson for $40 million, Um, But it didn't happen, right? Jalen was like, uh, no, actually, I'm wrong. Jalen offered them. Um, the opportunity to re-sign, and they thought that was too much money. So they said, here's your prove-it year. Come out to us and prove it, and then we'll we'll see what happens. So Jalen Brunson comes out. He balls in the playoffs, and now he's all of a sudden worth $104 million. Is that a big loss for Dallas? Yes, absolutely. It's going to be hard to replace those 20 points a game, but was he worth $104 million? like 100 that's a lot of money to go to the Knicks who disappointment Knicks who have not done anything in a very long time he's going to go to the Knicks and do what is he is he the Batman now in in New York I mean who's he going to they're, they're trying to trade Julius Randle last I heard so who's he going to play with in New York so yes it's a big loss for Dallas they'll try and figure something out um, I'm not sure what, but they're going to figure something out in Dallas. But Jalen Brunson to New York is such a New York thing, right? So you over uh, you overpay somebody, a Joe Kim Noah like before, you overpay, they don't deliver on their salary, and then at the end, you lose them again in free agency. Ultimately, what drove him to New York, besides the money, was his dad was a assistant coach. For those of you that, that don't know, they hired Jalen's dad this year as some sort of coaching, in in some sort of coaching position. I'm not sure if it's on the bench or if it's just during practices or whatever. So his dad's on the staff there now. So that ultimately drove Jalen to New York. Um, The second one, I was trying to figure out if this person was a big splash. Um, I was talking with my uncle. We text all the time about the NBA, and I saw this player was a free agent. And I said, you know, P.J. Tucker would be a great fit for Philadelphia. You know, they, they need somebody for defense. And we'll talk about Philly in a, a little bit later in the episode when we get there because I think it was a good signing for Philly. But they needed somebody for defense, right? They need somebody to be able to come in, hit some threes whenever Tyrese Maxey gets into the lane or James Harden gets in better shape this year and he gets into the lane. They need somebody in those corners hitting some threes. P.J. Tucker does not have to give them 18, 20, 25 points a game. You give P.J. Tucker 12 minutes a game, 12 to 15 minutes. He comes in, he gives you 12 or 15 points a night, you're golden. You're good. So I think, I think P.J. Tucker, for the money that he got, I think it was around $33 million. Let me look at my notes here really quick. I think it was for 30, $33 million, I think, for three years. For P.J. Tucker, so not a huge splash, but I think somebody that, like my next person, who's going to join a new team, very much so going to fill a good role for that team, uh, P.J. Tucker, to the Philadelphia 76ers. And the last one that I think is a big splash, again, it's a bigger name, less money, people are going to think I'm crazy, John Wall. So John Wall goes to the Clippers. And I did not write his numbers down for his contract, but it was for pretty, It was a pretty minimal salary. Um, John Wall goes to, to um, the Clippers. So why is this such a big splash? My opinion is that John Wall did not thrive in Washington that well, or he did not thrive in Houston because John Wall is not a Batman type of player. He might have been when he was in Kentucky, but now John Wall is older. He's he's taught everybody how to Dougie. He's made his money, but he's just not that Batman. He's not that player that can come out and get you 25, 30 points a game anymore. He just can't. So what do you do? You put him on a team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So now, instead of having to be Batman, he's not Batman. He's not Robin. He's Robin's sidekick, right? You bring John Wall in. You let him, even if he doesn't start, you bring him in with that bench unit, give him 20 minutes a game, 24 minutes a game, and he's the third option. Think how good, think of another team. Think of another team. Think about the third option that you have, and maybe even a guy coming off the bench who's going to be able to give you those numbers. Again, might call me crazy, might think I'm nuts, but I think John Wall to the Clippers is going to make a big deal. Now, of course, for the Clippers, Kawhi's health is always a big deal and I've heard some speculation that they're a little bit concerned that Kawhi is still not working out from his injury. He's still not participating in team workouts or putting any kind of weight on it. So, we'll see if he can stay healthy. But a healthy Kawhi Leonard, a healthy Paul George, if he gets that elbow fixed, they could be the the West is stacked, right? And that's that's probably going to be our next episode maybe but the West is stacked, but I'll put the Clippers in there. I mean, why not? Let's let's do it. Put the Clippers in there. John Wall, good contract. I think that's a good land for them. So now let's go to two teams that I think have not done anything in free agency. um, And it's not really clear why Um, the first team. And you're going to learn this. I'm very much so a LeBron hater. Don't like him. I think he flops around too much. You can't trust him to be with your team. Um, but the Lakers, who who have they signed? Right? Thomas Bryant at center. They have Scottie Pippen Jr. on a two-way contract. They have Shaq's son on a two-way contract. They got uh, Juan Toscano uh, Toscano Anderson from Golden State, which, good role player. Uh, He wasn't in our rotation anymore, really. He got a couple minutes here and there, but he didn't play big minutes. Um, But what are the Lakers doing? You see all of these questions about, oh, the the Lakers are going to trade for Kyrie. The Lakers are going to trade for Kyrie. Who are you trading? You're trading a washed-up Westbrook. And draft picks, because trust me, doesn't you're not trading anybody else on your roster. You have nobody. You're not trading AD. Carmelo hasn't even resigned, so the only person you have is the the four people that I've mentioned and some other some small role players. Uh, is it Will Reeves, the the white boy that played for them last year? Will Reeves, are you trading him? Are if you are the Brooklyn Nets, are you taking Reeves for Kyrie Irving? No, so you better find somebody. That's why the Lakers have to keep shopping for this third team, for this trade, because the Lakers have nobody to offer. They have the salary that they need to match Kyrie's salary in Russell Westbrook, but they don't have the talent. They don't have the hey, here's like Phoenix. They don't have the they don't have the pieces. They can't offer uh, Michael Brid- uh, Mikael Bridges. They can't offer DeAndre Ayton. They can't offer Cam Johnson. They don't have anybody to offer. So the Lakers are just hoping and praying that somebody can hop in here and and jump in. But the Lakers have signed absolutely nobody. And I'm telling you this, Laker fans, you better hope that they don't trade everything away. If somebody does come in, they're going to trade all these draft picks. LeBron James cannot be trusted. And I'm not going to go off on this tangent for too long. Give me 90 seconds. LeBron James jumped ship from Cleveland. He's a Cleveland boy. He is He is Cleveland's own. Well, guess what? He left you for Miami to win not one, not two, not three, not four championships. When he realized he couldn't leave there anymore, he left to go to L.A. No, sorry, Cleveland, then L.A. So why are we trusting this man when he has already said when Bronny comes in, when his son Bronny, comes into the league, he's leaving the Lakers to go wherever Bronny is. So the only hope that you have as a Lakers fan to keep LeBron James is you better hope that the Lakers get Bronny when he's drafted or trade for him. Because LeBron wants to play with him before he retires. If there's one thing that LeBron loves more than basketball, if there's one thing that LeBron loves more than making money, it's his kids, it's, and it's his family. He's already said, when Bronny comes into the league, I'm going where he is so that I can play with him before I retire. So, Laker fans, you better stop wishing that, that, that you're going to trade all of this because guess what? It's going to become a reality, and you're going to end up empty-handed and at the bottom of the league. Shit, that wasn't too much longer than 90 seconds. I'm doing pretty good today. Okay, the other team that has done absolutely nothing, and I have no clue what they're doing. It's the Phoenix Suns. What are we doing here? So we're getting rid of DeAndre Ayton. We're going to let him walk because he's not worth max money. But we're going to keep giving this huge contract to Chris Paul, who's injured all the time, who, when when it matters most, goes away. But you're going to get rid of, behind Devin Booker, your your second most reliable option on the offensive floor. So you're going to get rid of him, and they've signed who to replace him. They lost JaVale McGee, too, in free agency. He went to Dallas. So what is, Dallas gonna, what is Phoenix going to do in free agency? Who are they going to replace? I'm telling you, they're, they're in trouble. I heard somebody the other day, they were talking about it on uh, NBA TV, and they were talking about Phoenix in free agency, and they said, is this a time to panic for Phoenix? And one person said no. And I, I thought to myself, why not? What are they doing in free agency? That's going to help them in the long run. I don't have any answer. I I don't know what Phoenix is going to do. And now they're running out of time. There's not a whole lot of big names left. So Lakers, Phoenix, question marks, scratching your head in the free agency so far. And we're getting ready to cover the third team that they did. I mentioned Philadelphia earlier. They did have a good free agent signing. But I want to talk about. What was supposed to happen at the beginning of free agency, what the big story that came out, what happened, and why have we not seen any fruits of it? So let's talk about James Harden. So at the beginning of this year, James Harden had the option to either opt into a player option for this year, for I think an absurd 30 or $40 million, or he could opt out. So the story was James Harden was opting out of this deal so that he could save the Philadelphia 76ers money so that they could go get free agents, right? Great thinking. That's awesome. It's about time James Harden starts, stops thinking about himself and starts thinking about how can I help the team? First selfless thing he's done in a very long time. So James Harden says, I'll opt out. I'll take less money, but you have to get me some help. You have to bring in somebody to help me and Joel and Tyrese Maxey and and everybody. You have to help us get some free agents. And so that's great. He's going to do that. But here's the problem, people. Philadelphia, other than P.J. Tucker, who I was glad that that they got P.J. Tucker. I think that's great. What's the big name that they've added in free agency? Who has Philadelphia signed that's going to make a difference? And I hate to tell you, I just looked at the free agent list before I was making this episode. There's not a lot of big names left. DeAndre Ayton, but you're not signing DeAndre Ayton because he is, DeAndre Ayton is um, a center. And that's where Joe Allen Beat is. So you're you're not signing him. You don't want washed up Carmelo. So most of your big names are gone. The only thing that I can think that Philadelphia is gonna do potentially, now this is potentially, people don't, don't don't go, don't call me crazy yet, is they are going to James Harden is gonna sign his contract to take less money. I heard as maybe as soon as this weekend, sign his new contract. He's gonna sign this contract to take less money to create salary. And then they're going to maybe try and ship some pieces around to go get KD. I know KD and um, James didn't get along. And I'm not saying that's my double down. I'm just saying it it doesn't even necessarily have to be Kevin Durant. It can be anybody. Fill Fill in the blank with X, Y, or Z. It doesn't have to be Kevin Durant. It just needs to be some big free agent or some big name that they could trade for. Because as of right now, you don't have a lot of free agents to sign. And so Philly hasn't signed other than PJ. Not a lot of people. So my thought and my guess, and again, I'm not, I'm nobody, so don't, don't take my word for it, but they have to be looking at somebody Donovan Mitchell, that one just came off the top of my head. Somebody that we've heard in trade rumors here recently that has a bigger contract. They could, the Sixers could offer somebody like uh, Tobias Harris with a bigger contract to help match money too. Um, anyways, just a thought. Philadelphia, what are we, what what's the plan? I think James did the right thing by taking less money. But now it's time to act on it. What are you going to do to help the Sixers? Because it's obvious that they need somebody. Now let's get into the meat and the juice of the program, Kevin Durant. Here's why I'm so frustrated. So about a week ago, I think seven or eight days ago, even before that, back up further. Story came out like two weeks ago and they say, Kevin Durant has gone radio silent since the end of the year. He has not talked to anybody in the Nets front, front office. Well, first of all, it's the summertime. Leave the man alone. It's not a big deal. It's not a story. Sports Center and ESPN made it to be this huge story. Evidently, I guess it was because he requested a trade at the end of the day. He'd gone radio silent. Seven or eight days ago, he goes to the owner of the Nets and says, I'm done. I want out. Rumor has it is because the nets have quote unquote mistreated his friend, and Kyrie once Kyrie has been mistreated and that's my friend, so I won out too and I can't trust you because of how you how you've treated Kyrie i listen i've been in I'm not sure what my personal opinion is on Kevin Durant. I didn't want him to come to Golden State. I'm very thankful that he did because we won those two championships. So thank you, Kevin Durant. But my frustration with this whole thing is he's put free agency in a standstill because no team wants to go out and spend money that they could potentially spend on getting Kevin Durant and having cap space for his contract, right? But here's my thought, and here's why I think Kevin Durant won't be traded this season. It's a very early and my opinion may change, but as of right now, I don't think he's going anywhere. And here's why. First of all, he's in a four year contract. So it would be different if Kevin Durant had one year left on his deal and he could potentially walk after this season. Kevin Durant just had signed his extension. So he still has four years left on his deal. Now, the Nets have said we want to do right by Kevin. We want to treat him right. We want to see if we can get him in a place where he wants to be. Here's the problem. And I'm sure everybody's heard all the stories. Everybody's heard all of the trade requests and all the 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 nonsense. The Nets asking price for this man is insanely too high. Insane. The the Timberwolves offered The Timberwolves offered them Cat, Carl anthony Towns, offered them Anthony Edwards and four first-round picks. So you offered two players under the age of 30 and four first-round picks for a 33-year-old Kevin Durant. And they still didn't take it. If I was in the Brooklyn Nets front office and you gave me all of that, you gave me Cat and... uh. Uh, you gave me Cat and Edwards and four first round picks by Kevin Durant. See ya. Because they're not even in the same conference. So if Minnesota were to make it to the championship, they wouldn't have had to face Kevin or beat Kevin until they made it to the NBA finals for Brooklyn or, or, or Minnesota. So it's not that big of a deal. Okay. So I don't think he's getting traded. The asking price is way too high. There's nothing they can do. There's nothing they can do to Kevin can't force his way out. The only thing that could happen is Kevin stays home and they pay him. If he's truly that unhappy, they would pay him to stay home and he would get fined like Kyrie did last year. And I don't think he's going to do that. Kevin Durant's not going to lose out on his money. So at the end of the summer, it's going to be this big, long, drawn-out process. I think he still plays for the Nets. And and here's, and here's another thing about the whole Katie thing that, that causes me frustration is people, whenever it, it comes time to free agency or it comes time to somebody like Kevin Durant asking for a trade, everybody in the world becomes NBA GMs, right? So they go to the, the, the trade, what do they call it? The trade genie or the trade um thing on ESPN and and you can make mock trades and you can say okay I want to trade this person and this person for this person and this person and and you have to of course match salaries. Here's what people don't understand. First of all, this is not NBA 2K where you're where you're arguing with a computer. Um they said Miami, right? We want to send him to Miami. Well, if you're going to send him to Miami, you either have to give up Miami's not giving up Jimmy Butler so you can that's not even Not even up for discussion. So you either have to give up Bam, Kyle Lowry. Those are the two big pieces. But then, so to match salaries, because if you look at the numbers, the numbers didn't match. People don't realize you have to match salaries in these trades. You can't just say, I'll trade you um, a $47 million Kevin Durant for a veteran's minimum $6 million John Wall. Can't do it. You have to match salaries because of the salary cap. So one of my friends goes on Facebook and says, man, wouldn't it be great if the Miami Heat got to keep Jimmy Butler? And. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't Miami. I'm sorry. Let me go back. He was talking about him joining LeBron. And he said, wouldn't it be great if the Lakers got to keep LeBron and they got Kyrie and they got KD for Russell Westbrook? And I called him out and I said, excuse me, first of all, the only way that they're trading and matching salaries is if they trade Russell Westbrook. And he was like, yeah, well, haha, I was just joking. You know, a person can dream, right? This isn't 2K. People are not taking ridiculous trades just because it's one, it's lopsided and it benefits one person. The other thing, so they were talking about Miami, the only way you're matching the salaries is if... You trade like Duncan Robinson, which Duncan Robinson for Kevin Durant's not a fair trade. Like right? there would be more pieces. You'd have to trade Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson and Max Struess and a couple of those guys for Kevin, which could happen, but it's not, it's not going to, he's not going to Miami. The other one they were talking about was Brooklyn. And this it, I don't Kevin wow. Kevin Durant has just thrown free agency for a loop and i don't know how to fix it i don't know i don't know what's going on but my take and here's here's my closing thing on kevin durant double down for the day the first one you can take it to the bank this is how it's going to be kevin durant will not go back to the golden state warriors will not happen you have to match salaries so it, at the end of the day i need everybody To realize that Kevin's not going to go anywhere right now. This is going to be a long, drawn-out process. So if you're watching SportsCenter every day for Kevin Durant to be traded, just find something else to do. Which leads me to my first Double Down with Dad. Book it. Write it down. July the 8th, 2022. Dad said it. There will not be a Kevin Durant Golden State Reunion. I know Mr. Marks threw that proposal out there that Kevin Durant could go back to Golden State if they traded Poole and Wiggins and Kaminga and Wiseman and draft picks. Let me tell you, people, it's not going to happen. Golden State drafts their people with the exception of Wiggins. We didn't draft Wiggins. We draft our people. We develop our people. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Kaminga, Wiseman. All drafted by Golden State. We're not going to give all of that up for another go back with Kevin Durant. We've already proven we can do it without him. Why would we give up our future? We can win now. We just proved it at winning this championship. So we can win now. When Steph and Clay and Draymond get older and they retire, guess what? We have Kaminga and Moody and Poole and Wiggins and Wiseman coming up behind them to fill in the spot. So we can win now. We can win 10 years from now. So why would we trade all of that to say, you know what, Kevin Durant, we missed you. Come back with us. Double down with dad. Kevin Durant will not be back with the Golden State Warriors. Now, I want to wrap this up. If you've made it this far, I really appreciate you guys listening. Again, these podcasts are going to be available on the Anchor platform. They're going to be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we also have our Facebook page up. So you can stop by there. I'll be posting some things to ask you guys some questions and some get some information for the show. But I want to spend about three or four minutes here talking about DeAndre Ayton and how this Kevin Durant thing has thrown DeAndre Ayton's contract. Why has he not signed anywhere? DeAndre Ayton is a top five center in the league in my book. Anytime, any given night, DeAndre Ayton can give you 20 and 10, 20 and 15, 25 and 15. So why has he not signed a contract? Phoenix is out of their mind for losing this guy. I don't know who they're gonna fill in his spot. They re-signed Bismack Viambo, but don't even come at me trying to say that they're even in the same universe, let alone the same planet. What what are they gonna do? Right. So he's Deandre Ayton wants Max money. Phoenix has said you're not getting max money. So I've heard a couple things this week that Indiana could potentially go at him, maybe this weekend, with a max offer sheet. And it's clear that DeAndre Ayton wants his money, right? He's not worried about winning a championship. If he was worried about winning a championship, he would take less money and stay with Phoenix. He has a lot better shot of doing that than ending up somewhere like an Indiana Pacers, keep an eye on them. Uh, Toronto Raptors, keep an eye on them. Detroit Pistons still have a lot of salary space. So it's clear that DeAndre wants money compared to a championship. But what doesn't make a lot of sense to me is Indiana still has Miles Turner. Now, they've been trying to shop Miles Turner for over a year, and I'm not sure if the asking price is too high. I'm not sure what the deal is, but they haven't been able to trade him. So, but this Kevin Durant thing has really caused DeAndre Ayton's free agency, I believe, to to drag out. Because people don't want to spend the money on DeAndre to turn around and miss out on Kevin Durant. Because 100%, I mean, I wouldn't, I would rather have DeAndre Ayton. He's not even, I think he's 25. He might be 25 by now. I don't even think he's that old. I would take DeAndre Ayton over Kevin Durant. but That's just me being a crazy guy. So DeAndre Ayton, still a free agent. Where will he end up? Will anything happen? I'm on vacation this week. We're going to be at the beach. uh, So I might be able to get another episode in where we can talk about some stuff. Um, If not, we'll see what happens in a week of free agency. And I'll catch you guys next time. Again, thanks for joining us. Double Down with Dad, episode number one. You guys have a great weekend and I'll catch you guys real soon.